Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. If it's Kentucky basketball, we talk about it here on your home for college hoops, 93.9 The Ville. And James Strebel. Or not 93.9 The Ville, excuse me. It will not be on 93.9 The Ville. Will not. Yeah. It will not be on 93.9 The Ville. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. Let this Justin, let it play. The Blitz is going to be brought to you by our good friends at Sauna Troll of Louisville, the highest rated security and company in Kentucky. Five stars. If you don't believe it, go right now to Google and search Sauna Troll, S-O-N-I-T-R-O-L, Sauna Troll of Louisville. Listen, they're a locally family-owned business for 35 years and counting. If you call them right now, you'll get a person. 966-8999. 966-8999. 966-8999. Speak to a live person. Visit them online today. SanatrollKY.com. So we're going to be telling you more and more uh, about them in the future. Protect your family. Protect your belongings. Protect your business. And much more. And do it with the best in the business. Sonatrol of Louisville. Again, SanatrollKY.com. 966 966- Eighty nine, ninety nine. So there you go. Are they coming out here? Aren't they coming to the Swiss? Uh, maybe next. Yeah, maybe next. Ne- yeah, I gotta okay. get some uh, some ports open. I gotta go through Spectrum, uh, you oh. know, to get some fi- firewall and some ports and some different things. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So you're gonna be calling Lock McLean. He'll, he'll set yeah. that up for he'll you. He'll set it up. Yeah, he does it all over there. Yeah, you know, it's gonna take some time. That's yeah. why you know, tomorrow morning I'm gonna do it. Otherwise, yeah. it's gonna take a lot of time. Exactly. I hear you. know how that goes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Justin, do we have one tie Spalding? Must be on I the guess phone. Nice on the uh, yeah, phone. On the phone. That with small them. talk. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the small talk that they're <laughs> having right now. And, it's uh, about Biden. Can you believe him? Can you believe him? Can you believe him? Can you believe him? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> he just read a teleprompter. Justin's gonna lose track of time. <laughs> it's gonna be four oh nine. Like, yeah. is he ever oh. gonna get him on? Oh, sorry, I've been vamping and ta- telling you about Sonatrol for six and a half minutes. <laughs> 
More sauna troll, Bozich please. joins us at 5 o'clock. He does. We continue we to vamp. We still vamp. We still, are we on? Are we on the radio? I mean, at some point today, we got to talk about these four things. Sam Vicente has a mock draft. There's like no, there's like, like the first, like so many guys, there's no college guys. No oh, one's going to have any idea. They're all G League guys. They're all G League dudes. They're like European, Victor, European, Victor, European yeah, players. Victor yeah. and all G League guys. Yeah. Uh, and then we got to get to that. I mean, we got to get to the Chris Beard situation. Yeah. The SEC media day. Yes. Football gas bag media day lineup came out and, uh, MJ son and Scotty Pippen's ex-wife, uh, there's, took another turn. They do. They took a turn. They, I mean, a little Valentine. Oh, wow. She wants a baby. She wants a baby. <laughs> wow. How about that? Papaw Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hit the music. Oh. Ty Spaulding's going to join us. <laughs> what you do with Card- that one? Cardinalsports.com. Oh. Uh, Ty, good afternoon. Congrats on the close loss last night, I guess. How are you? There's just a lot a lot going on. Uh, Tiger Woods is playing golf. Uh, more balloons are, are being shot down. There's, there's more things catching fire. There's more trains. Going off the tracks. There's a lot in my brain right now, and um, the Louisville well, none basketball of it's Kenny team. Payne. Yeah, yeah, the Louisville basketball Ty. team is not up there with the the things that are taking up oh. my brain. So, Ty, you yeah, that's where I'm at. Take it from experience. You, you got you. you is got he loyal to the bird or not? I think he's loyal to the bird, but he's also the, take it from me, Ty. You can't jump in with both feet. Oh, you you got to just dip a toe every once in a while. If you don't, it'll consume you. When it comes to conspiracy stuff, be careful, my friend. Yeah, I mean, you click on some of these Twitter threads, and, and you get oh, you go down, down to dark places. That oh. um, you don't lo- leave your room for the rest of the night once you get on. Yeah. get in these Twitter. Well, threads. This is what yeah. Strebel does. Yeah, this on is the what big I do. deck. Yeah, this is the things this, I do. This is exactly what he does on the big deck when it's July yep. and the wife's <laughs> working a double overnight at the hospital. Oh yeah, she's working Friday night, so you know what I would oh. be doing. Yeah, she she picked Man, up. You're putting her on that double time, aren't you? <laughs> I'm not doing it. She's, she's for the family, honey. For the family. For yeah. the, I'll stay here with the kids. <laughs> yes, you, you can't put a, you can't put a price tag on that i'm gonna go outside drink bush light yeah and me and ty spaulding are gonna dive into why these trains are crashing yeah uh anyway i mean i don't know man i mean ty you tell me last night um you know the last couple games have been better there's still losses it's frustrating because they played well enough to win games i mean they played well enough last night to win that game they were scoring on virginia unlike chris mack teams ever seemingly scored on virginia or potato yeah or yeah Yeah. in the end it's a loss uh what did you make of the entire evening yeah i mean look i i've been plenty tough on this team and and i certainly am not going to lower the bar but i think the last two games when you look at the competition you can definitely say that's still progress there but, but with that being said, what you're seeing from this team and the level they can play at, I think the floor should have been eight to ten wins. I mean, we're seeing that L. Ellis is is a guard that can make plays and, and can play. You know, he can he could he could be in the rotation at Kansas probably. I think he's I think he's probably that caliber of a player. And if he does enter the portal, I think we'll have plenty of options. I'm not that's a whole oh, different yeah. story. What I'm saying oh, is, yeah. no I doubt. think what you're seeing from this team is that. There's enough here that that 10 wins should have been more than doable this year. And when you see them play Miami close and you see them lead Virginia for most of the first half, you just think to yourself, you know, 
the non-con should have been should have been win 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 to open the year. You know, it should have been. There should be way more wins on the on the schedule right now. And for me, just to see them play at this level, while I think it's progress, it's still just like why it's frustrating. It's frustrating. So inconsistent, and why is it just now happening in February? And Kenny Payne made an adjustment last night. He went small with, with Withers at the five. You know, th- that five spot has just given them nothing all year. I mean, against Miami, Okor, Four, Wheeler, and Curry combined for five points and six rebounds. I mean, that just the five spot, the, the big man, they just have not given Louisville anything. And, and that, for me, is just the spot that's really crushed them. Did you have any hot take on Okor for not playing last night? Well, I don't mean, really have any hot take. I think, you know, it's, it goes back to the messaging and the inconsistency. You just, from night in to night out, you don't know who's going to play well, who's going to play bad, who's going to play, who's not going to play. I mean, it's like Zan Payne plays against Miami, you know, meaningful minutes. And in the same type of game last night, you know, he doesn't play at all. And now, you know, I, I'm not saying he should be playing, but it's just to the point, it's just back to the point of you just don't know what you're going to get night in and night out, and that goes for the rotation as well. Ty Spalding with us. Before we move on to Kentucky, uh, did you have any thoughts on the deflated ball last night? The em- the empty air ball. I mean, I mean it, sounds, it sounds like, the, I mean – Enough, enough smoke is there that maybe there was a leak in the ball, but I just feel like you know we would have noticed it, or, or you know someone on Louisville's team would have noticed it as well. I mean, it could have been that flat if, if guys were dribbling up and down the floor and not losing the handle, which I didn't really see anyone losing the, the handle of the ball. So I, I'm not really like too worried about that. I don't think Louisville did anything, and I don't think it impacted you know, anybody shooting or. Or anything like that, but I probably would say it's, it's fair to say that you know there maybe was a leak. All right, so Saturday, I, I mean, Ty, come on, I assume you're going to be there. I mean, I guess will you be there? I guess that would be number one and number two. You know, all these guys coming back to honor uh, the 2013 national title. Uh, there is going to be a banner, I guess, a thought on the banner conversation, and then uh, I mean, Saturday could be in a season that is terrible could be the last opportunity to have a good Saturday, to have a good Louisville basketball weekend if you honor that team and then beat a Clemson team, that if you beat them they don't make the tournament. I am convinced if you beat them on Saturday they ain't going to make the tournament so you could have some fun uh, at their expense. What do you make of Saturday? Yeah, I'll be in the building. I I have not been to many games Uh, I I will admit that. I, I just I just have not had the appetite like many to, to go down to the Yum Center on a rainy Wednesday night. I just haven't haven't had it in me to do that, but I will be there Saturday. I, I was reaching through the archives to see what, what pictures I could find of, of my young self at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta 10 years ago. Was able to dig up a few photos to get the, nice. get the, get the memories flowing again. You know, look, I mean, I was that was the peak of my childhood, you know, watching that Louisville team and those Louisville players. I mean, it's it's a special team to many my age that really grew up, you know, watching these guys and, and ma- making sure that, you know, Louisville basketball is Louisville basketball. That's what it was when we were kids. And, and to have them back in the building, I mean, a guy like Gordy, you know, he hasn't been back. No, no. Game, I don't think since he left, you know, Montrez obviously was, was banned for a while. 
Um, you know, there's just a couple of guys that we haven't seen come back that I think we'll, we'll, we'll definitely uh, be, be happy to welcome. And, and like you said, I think it's a winnable game. If you play the level you did the last two, there's no reason why Louisville can't win this mm-hmm. game. And, and a win and, and honoring the team, it could be finally for yeah. once a good Saturday in the winter for Louisville fans. I think this is I think this is the weekend. I, I think if you're a Louisville fan, I, I think you know it won't be anger because the team's won three games. But to me, if they go out there and lose, it'll be disappointing. If they go out there and lose by 21, you know, uh, after what they've done the last couple weeks, it will be really disappointing. I think you'll kind of get that emotion going to fans, even though you've won three games. Ty Spalding, CardinalSports.com. Ty, appreciate the time, my friend. We'll talk with you next week. Thank you. All right, guys. See you. Kentucky. All right, Cam Drummond. He's in the studio all the time now. I have yeah. shook this man's hand. I talked okay. to him on the phone on, yeah, I'm, on Sunday. I'm sure, you, Jack I, I'm sure you did. A little brunch. A little Lexington Herald leader, a little brunch. <laughs> a little brunch with Cam. Surprised, I'm surprised Jack's awake. I have him waking up at 2 o'clock in the like afternoon. It was like 11.30 a.m. I oh was surprised, God. too. Yeah. Marcy must have called. Uh, Cam, good afternoon, sir. How are you? I'm doing good. It feels weird not being inside the studio. You know, I was feeling like a bit of the furniture there at 680. But uh, yeah, yeah more, than, more than happy to do with it uh, over the phone now. Yeah, well, all, all the all the chairs have the butt indentation of Nick Valvano. So, yeah, all of them. Uh, and they all have that warm heat <laughs> yeah. that radiates off uh, Justin Sofero. Uh, well, I, listen, I mean, we, we, we texted earlier when I was saying, hey, you good for 415. Uh, UK survived. Not a, you know, not everyone in BBN thought they would get that win last night. They went to the boards. They got that win. Guy stepped up offensively, topping steps up. Um, who else? Chris um, Livingston. Uh, yeah, Livingston had another nice Oscar game. I, more like Oscar. Yeah, I want to look. I, I want to ask you about Livingston here in a second. But what were your takeaways as Kentucky goes on the road and they get a quad one win? Yeah, I mean, I fully expected them to lose that game. I think I said it on the radio, I guess, on Monday or Tuesday or whenever I was in. And, and even we were talking, you know, right before I left the studio. Like, I think expectation level was pretty low for that game, especially considering that C.J. Frederick and Xavier Wheeler were both out again. Not so much for what they've brought to the team, but also just for the fact of only having six or seven guys, you know, reliably in a rotation. You know, Adutiero did look super good when he played against Georgia. There were moments where Kentucky still had execution breakdowns at Georgia. So I really didn't have much expectation for them doing what they did last night in Starkville. And you mentioned toward the end, it definitely looked like they ran out of gas. They really had to hold on after they took that 10-11 point lead midway through the second half. But a result is a result. You know, second quad one win of the season, another road win in SEC play, something that for the time being has at least flip-flopped Kentucky and Mississippi State in terms of projected in and out of the NCAA tournament field. And doing so when Cason Wallace is one of 13 from the field. You know, a guy who's been a reliable scorer, a reliable playmaker this season, didn't have his best game shooting-wise, but he did have 11 assists. I think that was like the second most ever for a Kentucky freshman on the road in SEC play or or some stat like that. Um, So Casey Wallace finding a way to be productive, not turning the ball over, even though he's not having a good shooting night. Oscar Sheboy standing up and and being counted in terms of producing a double-double, hitting some clutch free throws down the stretch. I know you mentioned you want to get to it in a second, but Chris Livingston, man, he can turn it on at times and be just such a physical presence crashing the glass, driving interior. He almost had that one ridiculous poster dunk as well. It's one of those kind of frustrating things almost, too, because you'd like Livingston to be turned on and have that kind of attacking mentality all the time. But the moments when he flashes that, it definitely gets served to good use. And last night was a great example of him showing up when it was needed, when Kentucky was shorthanded, to help the Wildcats get a win that could potentially get them into March. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, Cam, I, I, we can give the takes of, I mean, there, to me, there's two different avenues here with Chris Livingston. There's the avenue of what is he going to be this year, right? I mean, 13 points last night. I don't need to read you the box score. I mean, the guy's been, I mean, he hasn't been a, he doesn't score in double figures. I mean, it's a guy that, you know, didn't need to be in the starting lineup, but has. Um, we're looking at the last week and a half, two weeks or so, and there's much better play from him. Uh, and then the other avenue to go down is, I don't know. To me, this is the kind of guy you, you want to come back yes, next year. Absolutely. Uh, you know, who's not pro ready. You don't want him to transfer. You want him to come back because, I mean, I, I, he could be damn good, especially with the freshmen they have coming in. So, yes, I guess that's me asking you, Chris Livingston, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's real interesting, right? Because if you look at a game-by-game consistent college basketball production this season, Chris Livingston probably hasn't put enough on tape, probably hasn't done enough in the box scores to be, you know, a top-level NBA prospect. You know, he's not going to be a lottery pick. Maybe he'd be a fringe for the, the end of the first round. He'd be a second-round pick, probably above the, the Shibwe-type range, above the Toppin type of range, but obviously not what maybe his hopes or expectations were coming into this season. That being said, I'm not sure how many opportunities, like what the opportunities would look like next season with that freshman class coming in. I think Kentucky would, you know, be thrilled if Chris Livingston came back just from the fact that you'd have kind of more cover in that, you know, six, six small forward wing range. You know, you're going to be having Justin Edwards coming in. You're going to be having someone coming in basically at all kind of five key positions on the court. And you'd love to have a bit more experience on top of that, especially if players like Shibway, Toppin, maybe even Antonio Reeves aren't projected to be on the roster next season. With all that also said, you know, NBA draft executives and the guys running teams, GMs and scouting departments can sell themselves super easily on potential. Having the athleticism, having the right body size, having some of those on-court intangibles, and Chris Livingston brings all of that to the table. So the actual game-by-game box score production may not be as important simply because an NBA executive or, or scouts from teams will see what he has, how they can mold and fit that to a specific system, and you know that's going to be why they take him or why they'd be interested for him in the NBA draft. So I, I know I definitely would expect him to test the NBA draft waters, and probably whether he comes back or not. Just you know, he's going to be based on feedback he hears from teams where he'd be selected. You know, if they think he's already ready and mature enough with his skill set and his his athleticism to be league ready at you know the age of nineteen twenty. Yeah, I mean, he has, but what he's done is he's played a bunch and he's had production. He, he's not Damian Collins. You know, this year we're like, okay, Damian Collins is going to, you know, take the next step, but he didn't take a step year number one. Right. I mean, he didn't play very much. He, I mean, he didn't play. Uh, and so this year, obviously things have happened, but it's almost like we were going from a zero and, you know, kind of hoping this guy would be, you know, damn near double figures yeah. or a starter or a huge rotation piece for this basketball team with Livingston. In, like you feel like I don't know it would have been almost like John maybe Johnny Juzang but he's played more than Johnny Juzang to play. he played more, it, yeah, it's like you have a guy has. who has been a starter who has played different positions who has had games double figures who ended his freshman year like the uptick would be that's the kind of guy you gotta keep I'm with to, you. to fill out a freshman roster not a guy averaging one point per game who is a five-star player so uh, we shall see quickly before we get you out of here Obviously, Tennessee, it's a big one on Saturday. I I mean, I don't know. Are they playing with house money? Is it about Tennessee or is it about the four other games? What do you make of them the rest of the way? Well, I think things have gotten a little bit better for Kentucky. Obviously, winning that game last night was massive just in terms of the NCAA tournament resume. 
confidence, ability to see off the game against a quality opponent down the stretch, all of those things. But also, Colin Castleton broke his hand last night, right, playing for Florida. So now you're starting to think about that Florida road game does not look as scary as it once did. Vanderbilt at home, you should probably chalk up as an auto win or at least a game where if you don't win it, you can kiss any hopes of making the NCAA tournament goodbye. So I think especially with that win last night with some of those other factors, I think that you can probably take Tennessee with a bit more of a house money perspective. You know, Arkansas on the road becomes a super important game. Auburn at home becomes a super important game. If anything, Kentucky should be rooting super hard for Texas A&M the rest of the way because Texas A&M is right on the verge of becoming a quad one win. I think they're number 31. I think they're 31. Yeah, they're 31. Yep. They're one, they're one yep. spot below becoming a quad one win, which would be Kentucky's third of the season. And then, yeah, you're probably going to have to win one, two games in the SEC tournament to feel good about yourself, especially based on what opponents you draw in Nashville. So I think Tennessee has a bit more of a house money perspective to it. Obviously, it's going to be a big occasion honoring those 96, 97, 98 teams. There's going to be a lot of juice in the building, maybe a bit more goodwill after that Mississippi State game as well. So you probably, if you're Kentucky, want to try and take advantage of that. Plus, given what Tennessee did last night, you stack together two wins over the Volunteers. I think for the first time since 2012, you knock off a team that just beat number one in the country. That's going to do a lot for you in terms of the hearts and minds of those deciding who gets to play in the tournament. Yeah, this is their chance. It's right here again. Another chance to uh, A, be in the tournament, and B, actually move up in seeding as some of these Big Ten and Big 12 teams are going to be, you know, are going to have a gauntlet. And if you win on Saturday, suddenly you're looking, you're like, oh, we have Arkansas on the road, and that's about it. Uh, Cam Drummond, Lexington Herald leader. Cam, appreciate the time, my man. Take care. All right. Good stuff, guys. Talk to y'all soon. Later, Cam. Indiana. All right, Zach Osterman, Indianapolis star, a heartbreaking effort for my Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, losers by two last <laughs> night. I was crushed. TJD, he balled out again, Strebel, 23-10-80. He balled out again, but a, but a loss nonetheless. Uh, what do we do with the loss last night? It's not a crushing one, but it's, I don't know, it's a frustrating one. They came up short, down 20, came back. What do you make of it? Yeah, I think I think you're allowed to be sort of frustrated at the way Indiana digs that hole. You're allowed to be heartened by the way Indiana gets out of it. Um, I think there are some things that maybe we shouldn't be surprised by. Indiana still struggling a little bit to defend straight line drives. Um, I think Indiana does deserve credit as we've gotten deeper into the season for, I don't know, for lack of a better term, basically just being a better problem-solving team. Now, that's the sort of game where maybe if you could have solved a couple problems a little sooner than halftime, maybe you can turn it around a little late and win it. Obviously, there's also the technical fouls. Um, but you know, I, I think I think just from from Indiana's perspective, that was by no means a must-win game. I think that Indiana's sort of main charge at this point is to win out at home. If they win out at home, they'll have 12 conference wins. Uh, the way things are trending, they will probably have a double buy in the Big Ten tournament. And I think if if you're IU, you can be frustrated with maybe some of what went wrong in that game. Also, maybe feel like that's the sort of game that Xavier Johnson turns around for you if you can get him healthy. Agreed, um, yeah. Agreed. But it's, but it's also just, you know, listen, you're, you're going to lose games on the road. And if you're Indiana, you've already won at Michigan at Xavier. You avoided the pothole at Minnesota. You obviously won the game at Illinois. You've done what you need to do on the road to get a good seed, to be in good tournament position. Now I think you're much more worried. I, I know you want to win every game, but you're much more worried about finishing out strong at home. Uh, okay, so we had like Kentucky, we had Kentucky, we had Louisville on, we had Louisville on, and we had Kentucky on. So I had Indiana on, but not the sound. Uh, and I should have looked this up, but I forgot all about it. What did uh, what did old Sheriff Woody? What did Mike Woodson get a technical 
before. Oh, yeah. Like, he was in the fan. And how many tentacles does he have this year? Is that his first one? I feel like it's not his first one. I think it's his, either his second or his third. So Okay. He, he wouldn't go into it. He didn't want to comment on it beyond just saying that's on me. I can't let that happen, you know, especially in a close game, yada, yada, yada. Um, the first technical was actually assessed to Indiana's bench. And so whether gotcha. it's a player or an assistant coach, somebody saying something Larry Serrato took exception to. Again, nobody would, and, and this is where I will as a reporter – you know, complain a little bit about not having a, a pool report opportunity with basketball officials the way that we have with football officials. Agreed. Um, nobody really went into it post game, but I, I think, if I'm guessing, Woodson got the technical because he kind of grabbed Larry Serrato's arm. It wasn't aggressive, it wasn't violent, right. anything like that, but you touch an official, an official is, is just kind of conditioned to say that's an automatic technical foul. And so, um, you know, I mean, it, obviously, it's really easy to point at that and say you lost by two, and that's four technical free throws. I could also point at all the first half turnovers. I could point at, um, you know, a couple really good defensive plays Northwestern made in an otherwise ugly defensive half in the second half for the Wildcats. I could point at that that lob that Jalen Hushafino throws perfectly nine times out of ten, but, you know, that, that, that really well-designed sort of backdoor stutter uh, lob play to Trace Jackson Davis that he just, he just sailed it. He just threw it off the top of the backboard. Um, in a game like that, you're just sort of allowed to say, hey, it's, it's a lot of little things that undid us. Um, Mike Woodson can be right to, to take, uh, you know, the responsibility for that and all those sorts of things. But, um, you know, ultimately that's, that's not the only thing that loses you the game. Uh, no, it, it's not. I mean, it's, listen, it was a valiant comeback. It looked like it was going to be a 20-point loss in Northwestern trying to make the tournament. I think they will, but I'm just not sold. Even though they beat Indiana and Purdue here. Uh, okay, so Illinois, I mean, we remember the first time uh, it looked like Indiana was in big trouble middle part of the season. They go on the road, and they absolutely dominate the Illinois. What kind of a game are you expecting on Saturday? I think a lot of this really is going to come down to how Illinois adjusts. You know, Illinois did not, just would not double Trace Jackson Davis in that game. They didn't build it into their game plan. They torched him for it. That was probably the first of Jackson Davis's big games in terms of games Indiana won. He had a couple big ones in the losses to Iowa and Northwestern, but that was the first sort of win that Indiana, he really put them on his shoulders. I think he had, I want to say he had like 31 and 15 that night, 33 and 15, maybe even 35. Um, and Illinois just, like, could not could, – I mean, just, you know, it's, it's really easy for people like you and me to say, well, just double him. And it's sort of like, well, if that wasn't built into the game plan, you can't just call a timeout and just completely revise your defensive game plan. Yeah, 35. 30, uh, 35, yeah. 9, and 5. Yeah. I remember, the, I, remember, I remember Brad Underwood saying that he was more worried about the five assists. And I remember thinking, Brad, that, you know, at maximum, that's 15 points. I would be more worried about the 35 points he scored than at, at most the 15 points he assisted on. But to each his own. I think a lot of it does come down to how Illinois adjusts. I think Illinois is flawed, and I think Indiana should be favored. But I think Illinois also sees this as an opportunity. This is a road scalp, and that's kind of the last sort of you know maturity aspect for this team is is how do they handle it when they are a marked team? I think they handled it well at Michigan. Uh, I think they handled it well, you know, when they were at home against Rutgers. Maybe didn't handle it quite so well last night against Northwestern. How, how do you handle it when Illinois comes in playing loose, playing free, saying, hey, it doesn't matter if we lose, but if we win, what a great win this would be for us. A lot of this is going to come down to how Illinois has adjusted to what Indiana did in Champaign and how I think Indiana handles, you know, basically needing to 
needing to cross this off as they just sort of take care of business win. Zach Osterman following the Hoosiers. They're an interesting team. Indianapolis Star. Zach, appreciate the time, man. Take care. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, as always. All right, thank you. There we go. Little Zach Osterman, little blitz on this uh, this Thursday. Good blitz. You good with that? Very yes. Very good with that. Very pleased with that. You're very pleased with that. It's very good. I'm good. It's satisfied me. It satisfied you. As long as you're satisfied, (laughs) that's all we care about. Thank you. I appreciate that. Me and Dustin. Yes, we're here for your satisfaction. Dustin's locked in on this Juve. I know he is. His team's a bunch of bums. No, I told you, I want them to lose. I want them to lose. I don't. Yeah. You don't you need an like NIT ants. trophy. You we don't like need. Ants. We. Oh, hey, you'll we, lift it up. You'll 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 shower each other. You'll yeah. go out. And we don't move the needle. Juve are the needle. We don't need right. any Europa trophies over here in the in the trophy room or whatever. We don't need that. We're good. Let's move on. Let's let's let them die and let's go home or they're home. Let them die. Let them die. Whoa. Let them die. Just let them die let out Juve on the pitch. Die. Let them die on the pitch. This goalkeeper for Dan. Oh, he's a beast. He is a beast. He catches everything. He does. He's got huge hands. <laughs> he's got big hands. Not like Trump. He's, does not he does not have tiny hands. hands. Yeah, right. he's got small hands. Even though Much he does bigger admit, hands. Yeah, he's got big gloves to, to cover those big, big gloves hands. and big hands. Yes. I like this. I like this Dan coach. I don't know who he is. Let's I like to, him. Let's go to break. You don't know four, anything. Three, seven, Sorry, manager. Yeah, yeah, four, three, seven. Yeah, have some respect. Uh, okay, on the other on the other end, uh, I mean, balls were deflated last night. They were. And someone needs to talk about it. Yes, so we'll do it, right? And we'll talk about it next. <laughs> Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it. But then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. Did I see you on Instagram post a picture? Yeah, I did post a picture on Instagram. Okay, today. it's yeah. it's it's Kellen looking like a like a badass, quite frankly. In his football uniform. In his football uniform. I don't like it. It's, it's Floyd Central, but again, you're you're uppity. And then I dropped my phone. Do you understand? Yeah. Because I looked at it. Then I dropped my phone. And James Strebel. Why? What number oh, is your son? Forty-five. No, 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 Hold on a second. Hold on a second. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. I said settle down, settle down, everything is fine. Take your eyes off the floor. She said no. All right, so 4 o'clock hour, Blitz is done. 437-9680, UPS Jobs Text Line. 4 o'clock hour presented by RGB Home Theaters, red, green, blue, rgbhometheaters.com. Have them give you the best setup on the block. Yeah. Yeah. Like your setup. Yeah. You got a great we, we one. We need to get one for John Bull. Dude, John Bull, man, I feel bad. He sounded is he terrible. Okay? 
He had back surgery. I know he had like, back surgery. Uh, a week and a half, two weeks ago. I saw the... Uh, Dude, he's bad, man. He sounded terrible on with Diener today. Oh, he sounded wow. absolutely terrible. He shared a picture of the food that Wave sent to oh. him. He has some good stuff. They they gave like some pizza pie, some good stuff, but I, I hate to hear that What if that were great. me? What would, I, what, 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 would, what would we give? If you if you had back surgery, <laughs> yeah, what would what would we give the best beers? Yeah, thank you, thank oh, you. Oh, I get you some beer. I well, get you some old you. I just sir. mean in general, like oh. you said, like wave three, like bosses did that. Right, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. So what would Diener get you? Bear nose, bear nose, whatever. Little, bear nose, left bear over. nose by the bridge. Yeah, whatever yeah. the guys didn't eat. <laughs> some milk, five hundred two uh, egg rolls, uh, <laughs> leftover egg rolls. Texas says Strebel, who plays the four for Kentucky next year? Uh, we will not talk about that. We will not talk about that. Livingston, right, you want me to set this up real quick and just yeah, play this? Let's do it. Okay, so we, I, I mean, we got to get your thoughts on this. So apparently. You know, I saw Kihei Clark. I mean, this this is right up our alley. Yes, it and is. Because it's a nothing story. So this is the right. only day and perhaps even the only segment that we're going to be able to have any fun with Kihei Clark because I noticed it when they went to the uh, – to the handshake line that right. he gave the ball to Tony Bennett. Like, hey, look at this, coach. A little something fishy and, going and they on were here. Just kinda, he was kind of laughing how how flat the ball was that they were using. Right. Okay. Uh, and so KP was asked about it, and so was uh, what Tony Bennett as well. Here's what Kenny Payne had to say. Yeah, I'm sorry if you already addressed this, but the Virginia players thought that in the second half that the ball kind of deflated. <laughs> they said at the end you could kind of squeeze it. They said, obviously, it's the same ball for both teams. Did, did your guys mention that? No, I saw the kid walk up to his coach, to Tony in the end, and say, look, coach, and the ball looked like it was flat. I didn't. For all I knew, it could have been a different ball. Oh, boy. For here's all what Tony, I knew. Here's what Tony Bennett had to say. Okay. It didn't sound like a big deal, but Kihei and Ben mentioned that, that the ball they thought was deflated. Was that something they talked to you about during the game or, or not until the end? <laughs> Kihei just – when we – the horn ran out. He's like, "Coach, feel this ball," and he, you know, it was a, you know, that's I, they're, if they're talking. Be thankful for oh. the win and get ready to play. My gosh, we got a lot of what's this oh. right here? You know, that's, that's uh, Bennett. Bennett didn't really want to talk about that. No, I mean Bennett's just oh. a nice guy. He got the yeah. win. You know, he's either nice or he's fake nice. Uh, yeah, and I don't like that you like him, Locke. Okay, because you're, <laughs> I mean, you're not nice. Locke's well, like the least nice person we know. By the right? way. Well, not the least nice. Locke bought another used car. Did he really? He got Maddie a second car. Oh, How she about got that? another car? Another car. Good for her. Here's L. Ellis. Okay. This is Blank and Baker asked the question. Oh, yes. And he said that L. Ellis, when he answered this, had a wry smile on his Maybe face. Maybe a smirk? A smirk. Oh. On his face. Some of the uh, Virginia players mentioned that the ball <laughs> felt like it was deflating over the game. Did you notice that as a ball handler, L? That Ill. Did you have the same experience as uh, Kia Clark? It wasn't deflating for me. Oh wow! Wow. Okay, so where where does the show stand on all of this? Well, I I the only way I knew about this because I was locked into Kentucky, right? A little a, locked on the cats. A meek little tweet from Blankenbaker he alerted alerted me oh, to this. How do you know it was meek? What did it say? I mean, it, this is all. There's no follow up from now. I'm, I'm glad he followed up during the press conference. I will give him a he thousand. He did journalism. Minutes. He did journalism, but just one tweet. There's no follow up tweet from Blankenbaker. Virginia reporter mentions that UVA players right? mentioned right? That they felt the ball had been deflated during the game. That's all. That was it. So I was like, hold on a second. 
Is this another deflate gate in the Ville? Did Kenny Payne deflate the ball for to, for his team? Like, hey, L, <laughs> just so you know, it's going to be a little deflated. My handle a little differently. We take but the, we're not going to tell the Cavaliers. They take the air out of the ball Literally. like Furman's soccer team does. <laughs> Disgusting. Doing it right now. But, no, I, 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 I'm, I understand why it's not a story. Because I don't, I don't, I don't think Kenny Payne would deflate a ball on the, purpose. The, the whole point would be if Louisville wanted well, the ball deflated. Yes, Tom Brady wanted the. Everyone's, did, like, yes. everyone's like, well, they both play with the same ball. Yes, but Tom Brady wanted the ball flat. Yes, he that did. That is what's going on here. Louisville wanted the ball flat, flat. and and, and, and like Ellis said, has the, he's the Trump hands. They're a little small. He needs a little help trying to hold them. So to it, grip it, yeah, yes, to grip it, need a little, little grip, grip. to yeah. grip better, and rip. Yes, better, better to grip, better to pass a, a crisp. Pass. A crisp bounce pass to, to JJ Trainer. Trainer to JJ Trainer to miss a three point shot. There you go. That's the, he <laughs> made one last night. Oh wow! It's the first time in how long? It, it, it's a been, while. It's been a while. He's like two for his he last loves, like twenty. I know he loves that three point shot. Doesn't hit it, but but it, but like you said at the beginning of the show. Thank you for the, the update on Trainer. Yeah, you're welcome. The <laughs> the reaction if that would have been in Virginia. If 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 Mark Blankenbaker right. had found out, right. if L. Ellis would have gone up to KP Absol- after the game and said, and said in a, Coach, in a game where they had a possession, they to lose win. by three. Yeah, they had a possession to what send the game to overtime. Exactly. That, yes, a, they had a chance during the game to win the game. And he goes up to KP. He says, goes Coach, up to KP. Goes up I to think Nolan. The ball's a little flat. He goes to rummage. Then Neckel puts out a tweet. Danny, that's Danny Neckel. Danny Neckel, who's a Virginia nerd. <laughs> yes, like who, Locke McClain. Who Locke always loves. Yes, he retweets them. I'm he likes tired his of tweets. I got lock over Neckle. <laughs> oh yeah, lock, lock's much better. I'm tired than, of Neckle. He needs to be the face of Virginia basketball, yeah. not Neckle. But Neckle well, maybe down not a tweet. his face. Maybe his voice. <laughs> maybe not his, face. his body. It's, it's a rough face. It's the, the body of Lock McClain. <laughs> anyway, I told you I sent his tie. I sent that to to Ken Grossman. How'd you like that? You what? Uh, yeah, no, but through Jack, yeah. We've talked He's, about Locke's wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's updated. Through Jack, yeah. Yeah, yeah and help can, him out. Through Jack, yeah. Right, okay. So, yeah. so there's, there's been a little uh, headway made. Unless Jack's just lying to me, which is fine. Yeah, well, yeah he, we can't continue. check him on it. Yeah, it's but fine. anyway, so if Neckel would have put out there that, you know, I asked, I asked Kihei Clark yep. about the flat ball, and he just laughed it off and smirked. Blankenbaker would have been livid. There would have been Jim Phillips' emails. There would have, would have been, been the entire mixtape. He, he would have been... Like, Justin he, would have cut sound for five hours the today. The entire first, second, third hour of the yeah, Diener yeah, show, the show would have been Mark Blankenbaker oh. asking for Tony Nathan Bennett's... Nathan loves conspiracy theories. Oh, of course he Nathan does. Nathan loves Every, conspiracy theories. Would have bought Nathan, into Nathan it. loves them as much as you do. Yeah, I know Maybe he more than you do. He might. I'd like to have a little conspiracy chat with, with maybe well, there see, you go. see where his brain is at 10 o'clock. But no, it would have been, and, and, and McGavick and all the, the state of Louisville, yep. all of them would have yep. been calling for some type of retribution against Tony Bennett in Virginia and the ACC. You have to, you have to make an apology. You said there something needs, about, there needs to said, be an investigation. You said, you said something about Duke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Say you, something you about say us. something about Louisville. You let out that, you, you apologize to, to John Shire. You need to apologize to Kenny Payne. Like all that, all this would have happened. But since it happened to Virginia, 
and they're the one. They're too nice. Virginia fans are too nice. They're like, well, you know, we won the game. They always beat you. And, Tony Bennett's won this game yeah, exactly. so many times. It doesn't matter to him. No. He's like, you want to give me a flat ball, I'll beat you with a flat ball. It doesn't matter. You want to give me a ball that's, <laughs> that has too much air in it, I'll beat you with that one, too. I'll beat you with the baseball. I'll beat you with the softball. I'll beat you with the cricket ball. Not Whatever a football. You want. Not a football. Not a football. Not, I did not, <laughs> I'll beat you with any ball out there. I don't care if it has air or not air. But So they just let it go. I know the Louisville fan base. You know the Louisville fan base. Um, it would have been story A, B, C, D. It would have been a fun alphabet. day on radio. We oh, missed out on it. Yes. We totally missed out on it. It, it, it was it, going to be fantastic. And unlike Wake Forest, who made WikiLeaks a thing because they complained, they whined about it, Virginia is ro- – I blame Virginia for robbing us of this content. I agree. Virginia's That's not – they're not whining enough. They're not mad about it. They just ho-hum, we'll go on to the next game. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll, take, we'll take Beekman and we'll play Wake Forest this weekend. Yeah, Beekman's a and, bum. And then he stinks. Bum, bum-man. Bum-man. Bum Beekman. Yeah. That's who he is, Locke. You understand <laughs> beek, beek me? Bum. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, he's an NBA player. Three points last night. Terrible. Got, who's that Van- – is it uh, Vanderplume? Vanderplus. 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 Plus. Plus. Vanderplus. I think it's Plus. Vanderplus. I don't know. It's something that like that. That guy had 18 open shots and missed them Miss all. Missed all. Missed all of them. He looks like I'm watching C.J. Frederick play basketball. He just misses yes, everything. Yes, I thought the game was going to yeah. be a 30-point game. <laughs> yeah, and I we may all have did. Bet, and I, I may have bet the spread accordingly. So bleep off. I'm going to rip Vanderplus <laughs> if I want to. <laughs> but no, it was at Virginia. Beekman. Virginia robbed us of a Kentucky great day in Rio. Va- Kentucky would have been Virginia last Oh, 100%. Year. Oh, yes. Of go. course they would have. It needs to be said. Kentucky, needs to be said. They have athletic guards, unlike Louisville. Well, they have one athletic. They have one. They have a athletic. They have guard. A athletic. Well, they have a athletic guard and a guard that can score, which is more than what Louisville has. <laughs> I mean, they, Reeves all, can score. It's all one guy. Well, Reeves well, can yeah, score. I mean, Reeves can score. He's yeah. a wing. Anyway, yeah. continue. <laughs> he has. He's forced to play guard under Calipari because he doesn't know rosters. Andy, don't you know that? But no, that that's all it was. It was. It was funny. It, it, I like the meek blank tweet, but I do give him credit. I was going to rip him, but I give him credit for. Actually asking L. Ellis that question, good yeah. on blank for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Texas says if it happened during the game, why didn't they stop and show it to the ref? Listen, none of that matters. It doesn't matter. It do- Listen, I'm telling you that the story, the fundamental nuts and bolts of the story matter, matter zero to me. Right. It was just a stupid, silly little thing. Yes. Although some assistant coach, who's, I mean, Clemson, right. will, will tell Brad Brom, Bronwell, is that how I say Brown- his name? Brownell? Brownell. Brownell. Uh, that, hey, you know, let's, let's make sure this ball's not deflated. Well, you gotta check these basketballs. Okay. We gotta check squeeze- this. Squeeze basketball. Them. Let our let our guard do what he's got to do. As Clark Kellogg says, squeeze the squeeze, orange. Squeeze the orange. Make sure the orange is firm. So I don't. <laughs> it's not a story. It's only a it story. It should have been better it's, than it it's is. It's only a story because what could have been. Yes, exactly. What could have been today, and we got none of it. Zero. I didn't talk about this until four you know four thirty five today. Should have been a three it o'clock wasn't, topic. It, it should have been all day. Yes. Absolutely. I, mean, I should have been playing blank sound at 310. And nothing. 410, 450, 530, <laughs> 550. Diener's trying to calm him down. I got none of this stuff. No. I didn't get Diener ripping somebody. I didn't get Louisville fans making excuse. I got nothing. I didn't get excuse making. I didn't get anything. Did Ennis talk about it today? Well, during I mean, his show? I, Probably I mean, not. You, I, I've been Ennis on the a, air with you. I don't just, know. No, I'm just, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a rhetorical question. Like, I know we're not listening. I'm but sure he did. Like, did he, do you think 
he mentioned it. I mean, he, I think Griever's in today. Griever bring it up, and then they just move along. They move along. It, 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 it was should have been. It should have been. Pat Forty should have been on the damn scene. I agree. Pat Forty. We should have had a situation where Pat Forty drives to the Yum Center and starts and starts looking at the PSI of these basketballs. You know what I mean? Sports Illustrated should have been on the scene, but no, we don't get any of it. We get nothing. 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 It's a damn shame. Crawford was there. Crawford was there. Crawford, he probably didn't talk about it either. And again, I'm not blaming the journalists. I'm blaming Virginia fans oh, people for not whining it, yeah. and crying about it like they should have. No, they, killed, Clark, they, they killed the story. Yes, he should have gone on they Twitter, the story. and he should have tweeted about it. Neckles should have tweeted about it. It should have been better than it was. It was. It could have been glorious, and it's nothing. That's Nothing. it. Yeah, that's you, it. Couldn't, you couldn't say it better. Yeah, yeah. You could not say it any better. Disappointment like UVA. Just a big disappointment. Justin, you got anything for that? <laughs> you got anything on this story? Because you were let down as well. We were all let down in the yeah. end. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I kind of want it to be U of L. Is like the way we need to play this since we're so bad is we needed to play balls, but we we don't even get to that. No, we don't get Kenny Payne we, have to answer awkward oh, questions. Can you imagine that? If Bobby V would have been like Kenny Payne, uh, I just had to ask you about this. Cardsman one two three believes that you deflated those balls. <laughs> what do you think about that? You and Jerry Eves should be out of here. <laughs> I, I was let down. Oh, you missed. Oh, oh, oh was that? Oh, I'm a little behind. Quite oh. C, a little quiet, little Wani C didn't do it. Number six. Who's oh. number six? Uh, for for you, Vic? Even. Oh, yeah. Danilo? Yeah, oh, okay. I just, oh, sorry, I just got to it. Oh, I just got to it, no. yeah. All right, well. Yeah. Well, you don't want to win anyway. You That's know, true. It's the NIT. It's so. true. We don't need it. it I don't need you. your peasant trophy. We don't need your poverty <laughs> trophy here. He's a good-looking guy. It's... <laughs> Is he? You think every soccer guy's a good looking guy? Are you talking about guys? Like, Danilo, I, I, Danilo I is he, not a good looking guy. He's not a good looking guy. He's no. not a great. You think everyone who's not American is a good looking guy? Like, that's kind of yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, it's, you it's, thought nearly every soccer player is a good See Americans all the you're time. So, you're so used are. to seeing guys who look like me and you and, and Andy. Yeah. That you're just like, I, every time you see a dude like, who's wow, in shape, who, does, who's, who isn't fat, and who actually like takes care of himself, cleans up a little bit, you're like, wow, that is an attractive man. No. Yeah. No. You get fooled so easy. I do. By the way, I don't think Louie will mind me saying this. Louie, I'm sorry if so. Louie's like, he's like, they're staying on the, the, the tourist side of the island, I guess. Right. And a ship just pulled up. And, you know, they were, they, they were, you know, if you're on these cruises, as you know, oh, you, yeah, yeah. you, you get off for several off. hours. Yeah, yeah, you Several hours. Yeah. And he said, you know, just, he's like, it was like BBN was coming at him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when the cruise ship yeah, docked cruise and all of a sudden when it all docks, the people come off yeah. and, the, and then they start yeah. going to all the shops. Oh no, I was oh, there. I was there last oh, year. I know. And I I'm know. like, and I'm like, I just, you would have been glistening. I would have. Oh yeah, you, you absolutely. You had the shades on, oh, holding yeah. the wife's hand, a little Hawaiian She's shirt. She's got a fanny pack on. A fanny pack oh, on yeah. a Tuesday. We were looking good. Flip flops. Oh, I, and I would have, I'd have come right for Louis Rabot's, right, right like for his resort. Yeah. I'd have been like, where, where am I? What's this? I use the bathroom. Is this something? Is this local? Is this local? I Is there a marketplace I can go to? My kids got to drop a news. I got to buy a. I got to buy a souvenir. Is there a hard rock around here? <laughs> yeah. This Planet no. Hollywood still a thing? <laughs> They're both all gone. I was Team Planet Hollywood over Hard Rock Cafe. Too. Damn it! Yes. I needs to be said. I'm with you, but not a good business decision because it was co-owned by Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Dude, Stallone. I, I know the last it time was I was at a Hard Rock. I know when it was. Oh, me too. It was. We got kicked out. I want to. Okay, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Okay, so you already beat my story. Sorry, sorry. My story was St. Louis, Kentucky was an eight seed. Yeah, Kentucky was the eight seed. And 
And, oh, yeah. And, 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 and they beat Wichita State. They yeah. beat Kansas State and Wichita State. Great game, Wichita State. And it was a ridiculous media scene that was there. <laughs> but I remember at some point, I was there with someone from Kansas City. We went to, it was, it was extremely sad. Yeah. We went to Hard Rock Cafe. The company paid for it, but we did go to Hard Rock Cafe. Not that there's anything wrong with it. No. I just hadn't been there in a very long time. Yes, it's one of those places. That's like, the last time. They're very cookie cutter. Yes, very cookie well, yeah, cutter. Yeah, no, I mean, I can eat get the shirts and everything. I exactly. just haven't been there. Go, oh, look, that's uh, Elton John's sunglasses. Oh, wow, that Slash's guitar. Like, they had the little, you know, little memorabilia hanging up all over the place. So, yeah, it's fine. Texas says, was the deflating part of his training under Cal? Why hasn't Cal been caught? It's <laughs> a great kid's a great point. <laughs> there's, there's Maybe learn it in the NBA. Tom Thibodeau and the yeah, New York Knicks. They're trying to take They're cheaters. We know what he about takes the Knicks? Out of the ball. Exactly. We know how the, the type of grinded out. Game that the Tom, Tom Thibodeau is that likes yeah to play. you know that you know the kind of grinded out game that <laughs> Tom Thibodeau loves to play and he, and he apparently runs players into yes the he does yes yes that's he what does I know about Thibodeau uh, four three seven nine six eighty quick break back at it Rick Bozich five o'clock hour next.